Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see you here this morning. Got a few people in the house. Chris, David, Luke, Kevin. Uh, awesome to have you on this morning, folks. Uh, I'll do the little warm-ups anyway while uh, all things are happening. Jason Witten's my name. If you didn't already know, most of you do, so that's fine. Today we're going to be uh, having a little yarn. We usually do this each weekday, folks. Wealth Coffee Chats, that's what it's called. Ten past eight. Trying to uh, get to the bottom of what's going on out there in the good old world of property investing. So welcome along. Good to have you here with me today. And if you're new, say a bit of a hello in the chat. James is there. Friday for sure, everyone. Paul, all the way in from Toowoomba. Good to see you, mate. Thanks for joining this morning. Excellent to have you here. Well, I thought I'd do uh, part two of our conversation from yesterday. I thought I was going to fit it all in in one day, but uh, sometimes I get uh, rabbiting on and uh, I don't. So uh, lucky we have a couple of days in a row of these conversations. Irene, good morning to you. Great. Thank you for joining us. Good to have you here. Hey, part two of how do I increase my cash flow right at the moment. Um, We've got some high interest rates or higher, let's say, um, than we've had in the in the recent past, like in the last couple of years, uh, you know, just so you know, folks, uh, I think I did this uh, the other day where uh, I was doing a presentation. I went back to my, um, I went back to my slides that I did in 2019, and I had um, at that point in time uh, record record interest rate lows of five percent. Record interest rate lows of five percent in 2019, the lowest we'd had in. I think 20 years or something like that or whatever it was. Anyway, uh, it was pretty interesting. Sharon, good morning to you. How are you doing? Good to see you. Hey, listen, uh, this morning I thought we'd talk about uh, the idea of increasing cash flow either on a property that you have or um, potentially on a property that is coming. And uh, there's a few different ways to do that. How do I increase my cash flow? How do I increase my income on the real estate that I own? And uh, what are the pitfalls? What are the pros and cons? Some things to look out for, etc., etc., etc. So let's dive into it this morning and um, see what uh, what that might look like. So the idea that uh, we either have a property or we are looking to to uh, have a property that we rent out the rent from uh, from a regular residential piece of real estate. There's kind of four ways we can. Um, we can create income from a, uh, a, a normal, let's just call it normal, uh, regular, normal, regular, um, residential piece of real estate, real estate, right? Um, right, so let's, there's four ways. There's four basic ways right now available to pretty well everyone in the market how we can rent our properties out. So let's have a, let's have a bit of a look at this. Number one way, folks, is your normal residential rental, right? So just, and what's that called? Put it in the chat if you want to. There's four ways or there's four styles of renting a regular piece of real estate. One is called uh, LTR, which is stands for long-term rental. Now, folks, put it in the chat. Uh, pretty well everywhere. I think every uh, state of Australia now, if you are renting your property, under a long-term rental agreement, long-term rental agreement, 
Tell me, what is the time frame of that rental agreement at the moment? Folks, what's the time frame in months? Minimum time frame uh, and the minimum time frame of, of the ability to increase your rent, folks. Minimum time frame. Tell me in the chat right now what that is. Um, we've got a couple of people here. Morning, uh, Nicole. Yep, it's 12 months. It's pretty well 12 months everywhere. Um, so you can't put your rent up in under 12 months. It was six months in Queensland, but now it's sort of a 12-month. It's a 12-month agreement. Um, you can have shorter agreements, but you can't put your rent up. It's weird anyway. But anyway, let's just not get confused. 12 months, okay? And normally that ranges anywhere from sort of, you know, in the right places, 4 to 5% um, uh, income, okay? Now, number two, uh, a different way of renting an existing piece of real estate Um and it's still in this long-term rental, right, long-term rental. What do you think, folks? It's still long-term rental. How could you increase your income? Quite simply, quite easily when it comes to a residential piece of real estate, this is <clears throat> still long-term, long-term rental, but you uh, fully uh, or maybe even par- partially um, uh, furnish the property. Exactly, Chris. Boom, onto it. Furnish the property, folks. Furnish. <clears throat> Furniture. Now, I'm a big fan of furnishing a property um, because, you know, there's depreciation and also you can bump your rental income. Now, um, you know, quite uh, in, in some excellent properties, you can bump the, the rental return, you know, a good uh, percent and the after-tax return if you've got furniture in there can be quite good as well. So fully furnished, fully furnished, still 12-month long um, uh, uh, leases for rental, um, but the interest, not the interest, the uh, return, you know, certainly uh, I've seen fully furnished returns sit in that sort of 5 to 6% range, okay, um, which is uh, which is awesome. You know, up there, if, you, if you've got a 55 interest only loan like which which I've got on many of my properties right now then that's not bad you can't complain about that if you're getting a you know a six percent fully furnished you know some depreciation some addbacks you might be positive cash flow after tax no problem is taking care of itself happy happy days all right let's talk about um, number three and number four like four uh, four ways a regular piece of real estate can be let out. So this is kind of normal income over here, right? So we've got, uh, you know, just our, our regular normal income in, in this sort of section. And now we're sort of increasing our income over here. You know, this one this one's get, getting more. Um, and now what can we do with uh, number three? Well, um, this one my son's actually going to do. He's, he's got his deposit down on his first house. Uh, a nice four bedroom place just up the road. He's got all the grants and bits and pieces, which is which is excellent. Um, so, what is he doing? What 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 can he do to uh, beef the rent up uh, when he lives there? It's part of his live strategy, but there's another way you can uh, you can um, take regular residential real estate and rent it out. Tell me, folks, we've got something regular, long term rented. We've got something fully furnished. Again, regular, long-term rented. There's a there's a third way. Uh, there's actually two ways, but um, 
the the next way is rent the the watts out rent by uh yep the short-term rental is over there rent by room rent by room folks rent by room um so rent by room how does that work right so uh let me show you a little thing that um uh my son callum uh he he's got a four-bedroom um house that he's buying uh in a suburb just up the road from here called Coomera. all right so let's have a quick look at uh what that might do right so yep rent by room that's it um luke rent by room now there are specialist agents who do rent by room um uh, some normal agencies will rent by room um sometimes it's a bit hard for them to kind of get their heads around that but uh sometimes in the right position in the right place, this rent by room strategy can be very, very good for your income. <coughs> um, excuse, excuse the croakiness. All right, let's have a look at this. Rent by room. So just up the road from uh, from uh, where Callum is buying, um, these are on flatmates.com. If you go and have a look around, uh, you go to flatmates.com, anywhere in Australia, there are these uh, listings that can show you would it be worth it to rent a room out. So you're like 280 a week um, and uh, 300 a week, all right? So let's just do that. Um, so Callum has four rooms in his property. And um, so Callum's got four rooms in his property. So the rent by room strategy, let's have a quick look. He's got four rooms in his house, uh, four rooms. And this is actually quite a good strategy for for the young people, for young people, um, uh, let's say first home buyers and stuff like this. Uh, I know a lot of uh, young people who are happy to share and, and that sort of jazz. He's got four rooms. He's going to live in one and he's going to rent out three rooms while he lives there. Um, so if he rented out three rooms while he lived there, folks, and let's even say it was 250 right, he would get $750 a week. $750 a week for his property. He's paid $609,000 for his house. Who likes the idea of that? Who likes the idea of renting out that property, um, you know, for $250 a week? Now, if he rented all four rooms, that would be $1,000 a week when normally at the moment, right, at the moment, the quote is uh, $650, not $650, k but... Um, um, $650 a week, $650 a week for regular long-term rental. Folks, you know, uh, one of the things that, and we'll talk about this uh, in a minute, but this is fantastic. Uh, and he's, he's committed to this one. So he's going to live there. He's going to rent three rooms out to his mates for $250 a pop. He's actually going to make money. <laughs> he's going to make money, uh, so the government's given him the $15,000 grant and uh, he's got the stamp duty concession. He's got all sorts of things. And uh, so he's going to make money while he lives in his first home. He's going to rent it out to his mates. Anyway, there you go. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Um, so uh, that's pretty, pretty cool way to go, you know. And uh, if you think about it, you know, 250 to 350 looks like the, the going rate in and around that area, right? 250 to 350. You know, it looks like if you uh, furnish it, then it might be a bit more. So he's pretty happy. He's pretty stoked about that. Um, and uh, that's one way 
to make it work, right, folks? Okay, so the, the fourth and the last one um, is the short-term rental. So uh, short, uh, short let uh, re- rentals, okay? Commonly, people sort of say, call it, you know, Airbnb, you know, um, holiday rental, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and that certainly can be fantastic, folks, um, when it comes to the returns you can get on these things for sure. What are some of the uh, um, what are some of the uh, pros and cons of this one? Right, we think about you know you know your normal regular stuff over here. You know you you've, you've got to um, you know get your insurances and and uh, make sure you've got a normal residential lease and all that sort of stuff. Now um, some of the things over this side on these on these three. What are the pros and cons there, folks? Pros and cons. Uh, well, the pros that is you can increase your income. That that's the pro of this thing. Like if you treat that property a little differently in how you uh, rent it out, well, you can beef your income up quite nicely. And um, you know many of these returns can be pretty significant. Rent by room, you know you can um, you can go you know six to eight um, percent. I've seen that work. And over here, you know you, you you're talking, and this is gross. And this is where you go, you know, six to ten percent sometimes in this Airbnb uh, short-term letting. What are the downsides? What are the things to be aware of? Well, um, uh, you have to have a specialist agent. Number one, a specialist agent who specialises in this sort of stuff. Number two, the costs are higher. Okay, the rental costs. You know, the agency costs. You know, you might pay, you know, six, seven, eight percent to rent a regular long-term rental out. Well, um, the costs um, for rent by room, uh, not necessarily fully furnished, but um, rent by room and Airbnb strategies, uh, they cost more. You know, often uh, some, of the, some of the letting fees, especially in uh, Airbnb, a short-term letting, can be up to, folks, up to 20%. Now, you're turning over things and whatever, so when you do the costs, it might work out quite nicely. Um, understand that. Number three, um, insurance is more expensive. And number four, wear and tear, uh, wear and tear, wear and tear on your real estate could be a bit higher. Okay, so maintenance might be a bit higher as you go along. But again, this is the sort of you balance it up in the first, let's say five to 10 years of a piece of real estate, especially if it's new. That's not too bad. You get depreciation anyway. Okay. So there's some pros and some cons. Um, and if you want to do it, make sure you talk to some people who specialize in this. And if you're in our coaching and mentoring program, uh, chat to your coaches. Many of our coaches are, um, are doing short-term letting themselves anyway. Um, so it works a treat. But let's have a look at this. This is how it, how it looks in the world of Airbnb, you know, uh, you know forecasting or, or revenue, right? You have a look at comparison of long-term rental. And what you're trying to do in the short-term letting is you're trying to, well, Airbnb, you're trying to get about a, a 65% occupancy rate, 65% occupancy to really make it work, okay? Because, um, you know, the, the bookings can be sporadic, okay? But, um, you know, occupancy means how many nights you've got booked in advance and you know, there's a few things to look out for with this short-term letting. Um, you know, it's seasonal, 
Okay, so seasonal. So it peaks in certain times. Tell me, folks in the chat, you know, when would be the um, um, – oh, yeah, Chris, the capital gains tax exemption, um, certainly if it's your principal place of residence. It's, it's an interesting thing. If you're not claiming – if you're not claiming um, – uh, if you're not claiming the interest on your property and or the expenses with your renting rooms out, if you're not claiming, you know, depreciation and expenses and all that sort of stuff in your PPR, um, then it won't mess with your capital gains tax exemption, okay? Uh, so you just you just declare the income and you pay tax on it, okay? It's kind of almost irrelevant how you earned it, Um only if you're saying, oh, well, I've earned this income and now I deserve to offset the interest as a tax deduction and any of the costs and expenses and stuff like that. And if it's your place of residence, then it gets a bit messy. Um, so chat to your um, accountant about that. Also, um, Chris, the, uh, the six-year capital, um, capital gains tax exemption kicks in as well. So this is what happens when people claim or rent their room, rent their houses out for one or two months a year, Airbnb, and they move back into them at the moment. You know, you can fully claim it for two months and then you move back in and the six-year capital gains tax thing kicks off again. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, good, great question, Chris. Um, and uh, the answer is chat to your accountant. There's – there if, if, if you – Plan in advance, it should not affect it um, if you understand what to do. Okay. Did that make sense? Hopefully it made sense, mate. Um, but, yeah, folks, you, you're trying to get sort of 65% or more, and you can see, you know, the uh, this is one of the quotes that we got from um, our team doing the short-term uh, rentals down in – you can see where the occupancy is higher, obviously, in December and January – you know, and there might be some, um, you know, over here in April, <clears throat> um, you know, there's some times where there's higher occupancy in your your properties and, you know, the pricing is higher, you know, particularly in holiday times, folks, you know what I mean? So uh, understand that one uh, as you go um, along the way. So um, is it worth it? Yes, absolutely. It can be. Here's one, uh, here's one of our team just um, uh, uh, down in Melbourne, we, we manage a fair few short-term lets down there and uh, we just got a booking uh, from the 15th here. If you look uh, from the 15th all the way, I think it was a 170-day booking or something like that on Airbnb, on short-term letting, folks. Um, so, and uh, this is certainly a way... Um, I've seen a few people uh, short-term let their properties, folks, and um, if they want to keep up with the going rate in the marketplace, where you can you can rent your uh, you can have a minimum stay length on short-term letting. Um, so let's so some benefits here. So one, you can have a minimum stay, right? So you could price. Let's say you were concerned about. Um, the rent's going up and you're not being able to stay uh, up to speed with your uh, – stay up to speed with your your costs. Let's say the interest rates were going up and you are locked into something and you wanted to be able to be, have some flexibility. 
Well, um, I see a lot of investors putting their Airbnb properties up very competitively in uh, for pricing, and they're doing like three month stays. So you know, um, you know the they they're turning their tenant over, or they're keeping the same tenant, um, but they can put the rents up um, um, as you as you go. Like that's the sort of thing. Yeah, it, it Luke, um, that is um, that is uh, something that is going on in the marketplace where the Airbnb world is at odds with um, what do you call it uh, the owner occupiers, people who live in those those areas. So there's a there's a fair bit of legislation and other things coming in, which it should do. Um, certainly, um, uh, certainly, it should be managed well um, and understood. Uh, and and that's one of the the cons of it, to be honest. Um, the legislation isn't clear for short term letting, especially Airbnb stuff, and uh, and it could, if you were relying on that income, it could, uh, you know, it could be restricted or changed in the in the near future. So you know, speak to your coach and your experts about it. Um, we've got some some good team that. Um, uh, some good team that are managing that stuff. The the ones that are pretty good are um, places that are uh, quite holiday uh, centric or um, professional CBD centric um, uh, as we go. So um, yeah, yeah, you're dead right, Luke. So um, so it's interesting in that term. So we've got a couple of really awesome developers we work with over the year. Uh, one of them you guys would know, one of our favourite developers, Aria, um, and they're fantastic. They've got amazing buildings and they've banned, they ban Airbnb in their buildings, right? So um, no short-term letting at all. And, and what we see is a bit of a trend. There are quite a lot of um, owner-occupier buildings that are saying no uh, short-term letting, no holiday letting in our building. And then there are some buildings being built specifically for um, those who want to short-term let it and uh, generate an extra income. So I think that's going to be part of the future. That's something you certainly got to look out for when it comes to uh, Airbnb, letting, short-term let, holiday let, et cetera, et cetera. Um, some of the professional letting is quite good, you know, people travelling for work and those sorts of things. But again, you know, this is what happens, folks. The um, yeah, exactly. Yep, yep, Luke, and um, and uh, the Cab Corp is exactly the same. They won't they won't allow short term letting. It ruins their building. It ruins their brand. It annoys the tenants, um, et cetera, et cetera. And arguably, in those buildings, uh, certainly, I know for both Cav Corp and Aria, they are getting premiums, like like significant premiums, in the long term rental. Uh, that makes the, you know, maybe the volatility or the effort to short-term let something unattractive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. So uh, hopefully that was useful this morning. Um, there's a bunch of ways you can you can increase your income when it comes to uh, residential real estate, and they don't all have to be just Airbnb. There's way more ways to do it, right? So uh, you can fully furnish the property and rent it regularly. I quite like that one because it just bumps my income a bit 
plus gets me some tax deductions. Rent by room, you know, those things are quite good. Um, uh, but, um, you know, again, you have to have, find some specialists or you might need to do it yourself. I, su- I don't suggest you do that sort of stuff yourself because the legislation and issues could be, you know, quite negative if something goes wrong. Uh, and short let, Airbnb, holiday letting, those sorts of things. Um, again, fantastic for income. You've got to make sure you find the right building in the right spot. Um, but there you go. All right, folks, that's it. Done and dusted. Um, good to see you this morning. Thanks for joining me for another Wealth Coffee Chat. I think, um, yeah, I'm, I've gone over again. <laughs> Gee, tell you what, yeah, it gets a bit, uh, I need to be more concise, don't I, in my, uh, in my chats. Anyway, I'm rabbiting on now. I should just finish as well. So thanks, folks. Good to see you. Um, hey, join us tonight. We'll have a Wealth Wine and Wisdom with my compadre, Andy Fenton. Uh, plenty going on out there. We'll do a bit of a deep dive on it. But uh, thanks for joining us this morning. We'll see you guys next week um, in uh, in uh, uh, in the world of Wealth Coffee Chats. Chris, have I ever gone under? Um, uh, financial under, Chris. I uh, got very close once back in the day in the in the uh, in the GFC. Um, I'll tell you a story one day if we get together with a glass of wine. Might curl your toes. <laughs> there you go, man. All right, brother. Hope you're well. Um, that's it from me, folks. You guys be good. Take care. Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Takes time to build your property portfolio. Be patient. Make sure you buy well and don't sell. Ah. <laughs> uh, have I ever gone under under on top? No, I don't think I ever have, Chris. You might be right there. Maybe I'm just kidding myself. Maybe I'm just kidding myself. <laughs> uh, there you go. Anyway, there you go. We're all friends. We can share deeply here, can't we? That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, that's it. All right. Now I'm really rabbiting on. I better, I better finish this. All right, folks. See ya. You guys be good. Enjoy the weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>